To see today's photo, go to mtforchrist.org or follow me, M.T. Clark, on Facebook or Twitter. Good morning. Today's photo of a somewhat heavenly blue sky with a multitude of cumulus clouds over a farmer's field and distant tree line comes to us from your, yours truly as I captured this sight while out enjoying a countryside Easter stroll with my canine friend Harley. I have gotten in the habit of letting Harley off of his leash because I delighted in seeing his unadulterated joy in running over the country fields, and he had proven himself to be obedient by returning to me when called. So lately, I would just walk with him on a uh, walk with him for a short while, and then would stop, hold him by the collar for a moment, take his leash off, and then release him with an enthusiastic "Go!" And Harley would fly across the fields along Waite Road, and I would en encourage his progress by calling out, Run, Harley, run! And when Harley began to stray too far in the distance, or if I saw him begin to eat grass, I would call out to him to come back to me. And he would obediently come back uh, to walk beside me. Uh, I enjoyed letting Harley uh, have his freedom, uh, and he had really proven himself to be true blue in his obedience until yesterday. Now, don't worry, Harley didn't run away. In fact, Harley remained true blue in his obedience to return to me when called, eventually. But yesterday, he decided to exercise his freedoms in ways I didn't anticipate. Yesterday, while running through the fields, Harley found some cow manure, and for reasons that only could only can only make sense to a dog decided to roll in it. On other occasions, Harley would roll in the fields, but when I saw this behavior, I would call to him, and he would return to me, and he would come back to me a little dusty and dirty, but the results were never too bad. But yesterday, he lingered in an area of the field where I couldn't observe what he was doing, and he ignored my initial commands to return. And got, I'd gotten all the way back to the house, and called out almost half a dozen times before Harley responded by running back to me. And then I realized he was covered in mud. It had rained the night before, so I figured it was mud, but when I brought him into the house, the smell told me otherwise. So Harley got to spend a good deal of Easter Sunday outside, and will be getting a thorough cleaning sometime today, I would imagine. Yep. I only do weekends at my countryside home, and the task of cleaning up the mess will fall to my wife, who graciously is taking care of her daughter's dog for the next three years while she'll, she will be serving in the Marine Corps. A mother's love knows no bounds, and will accept all types of burdens in the name of love. Uh, Tammy Lynn's love for her kids was on full display yesterday, as she went to great lengths to not only make a massive Easter Sunday feast, and a prodigious Easter egg hunt, but also created individualized scavenger-type hunt clues uh, that led to each child's Easter basket. Uh, Tammy Lynn even created one for me. Prior to yesterday, uh, I had suffered from a mighty case of Easter humbug, as I had always been triggered by seemingly uh, the seemingly pagan symbols, the Sunday best pageantry, and the lukewarm expressions of faith on display that reflected religious tradition or familial ab obligation more than, an, than a real relationship with God through genuine faith in our resurrected Savior. 
But Sunday morning, I decided to do an, a somewhat intensive study of the resurrection in the scriptures. And somewhere along the way, the Holy Spirit showed me that the hoopla around the holiday, the baskets and the plastic eggs filled with candy, represented the love that parents had for their children. And how that uh, the parents' love was a reflection of God's love for us that was demonstrated in Christ's life, death, and resurrection. But unlike a parent's unconditional love that will selflessly serve and sacrifice for people who will selfishly take and not give, and that will and that will love uh, that will love, forgive, and accept sometimes without correction. Parents take on all types of burdens for the ones they love and sometimes just surrender to cleaning up the eventual messes that will come as the ones they love so much so much fail to listen to the lessons they try to impart. Just like Harley ran off with his freedom and rolled around in the muck and mire, sometimes our children can choose a path of rebellion or compromise that will continually lead to calamity and suffering. Although we are to love our children, the Word of God teaches us to instruct them in the way they should, uh, the way they should go. But we can't make them go the way they should go. Um, they have free will, and if they roll around in the filth, we can't stop them. And even though we may continue to love them and accept them, regardless of the mistakes and messes they continue to make, they will be there. Will be great consequences to pay if they don't learn from their mistakes and change their direction. I thought about Jesus' crucifixion and the thieves on the cross next to Jesus and how they must have, each must have had parents who loved them regardless of their crimes. On one hand, we have the thief that represents Christians, the one who saw Jesus for who he was and asked to be made part of his kingdom. That's a great story, and I'm sure that that thief's parents uh, would have been proud of their prodigal son decision to repent in the final hour. But what about the other thief's parents? I would imagine they still loved him, and they could have probably told you of some, some of the good things they had done in life before getting tried and executed. The parents might even blame the government for not helping their child to change. They probably could have excused the thieves mocking Jesus as, mis as a misunderstanding drawn from ignorance. But no matter how much the parents of the mocking thief loved him, their unconditional love and support was not enough to save him. In my extensive study yesterday, I came across Acts 3.19, where Peter said, Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. And and I was instruct, uh, and I was struck by the injunction that Peter didn't say just believe. He said to repent. And not only were we to have our sins blotted out, we were to have times of refreshing that comes from the presence of the Lord. That points to a new, vibrant relationship with the Lord, and the and the turning away from our worldly ways to to the abundant life of purity that only the presence of God uh, of the Lord in someone's life could can possibly make. I was also struck by Jesus' words in, to Peter in John 21, 19. Jesus said to him, follow me. Easter is over. By the end of the week, the candy will most likely be gone and the eggs in the baskets will be put away until next year. 
The obligation to go to church and put on your Sunday best has been met, or it hasn't. But now we can decide just how much we believe and how much we want of Jesus. The words of Peter and Christ himself tells us there is more to the Christian faith than just believing. Times of refreshing await those who choose to stay in the presence of the Lord and who decide to follow Christ all the days of their life. So I encourage you to keep walking and talking with God. The love poured out for you only matters if you receive and decide to stand in it by living according to the wisdom and ways of the one who offers to set you free. You can go wherever you want and roll around in the dirt of the world if you choose, but the Lord invites you to walk with him, to learn that his yoke is easy and his burden is light, and that there are times of refreshing available in his presence. Today's Bible verse comes to us from the New Living Translation Bible Promise Book for Men. This morning's meditation verses are 1 Corinthians 16, 19, and 20. And they say, Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price, so you must honor God with your body. Today's Bible verses reminds us of the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit in all believers and that our bodies, souls, and spirits have been purchased by the Lord at a high price. Christ died for us. That's a fact. God's beloved Son laid down his life so we could have peace with God and so we could live with him forever. The forgiveness of our sins and the cost of eternal life was significant. Today's verse reminds us of that, and it also reminds us that when we put our faith in Christ, we receive the Holy Spirit, and we belong to God. By accepting the gift of God's grace, we are adopted into his family, become a part of his kingdom, and become his prized possession. Christ, Christians belong to God. We do not belong to ourselves. So it matters what we do with our bodies. That body you have belongs to the Lord, and we are not to use them to violate God's instructions for use or that would, or, or to do things that would defile us or dishonor the one who made us and saved us. This, the, the preceding passages of Scripture before these verses warn about sexual immorality, and these verses tell us that we are not free to just do whatever we want with our bodies. These verses tell us that our bodies that have been purchased at a great price by the Lord are not to be defiled and should be used to honor the Lord. We are to be holy as God is holy. Beyond sexual immorality, these verses should cause us to honor God with our bodies by, keeping good, by being good stewards to them, by avoiding harmful or addictive substances, and by keeping our bodies physically fit. Uh, why? <laughs> because we have been bought and paid for by the Lord, and our bodies should be pure and used to further his kingdom. We are to share the gospel and to do good works as long as there is life in us, and, th and thus we should do our part to stay healthy, to serve the Lord for as long as we can. The good news is that by being good stewards to our bodies, we not only will be able to use them for the Lord's will, we will also enjoy the benefits of not suffering for our poor choices. So rejoice that the Holy Spirit is in you, 
and honor God by honoring the body he gave you through healthy living and by using it to do good works and to tell others about the grace, mercy, and goodness of our Heavenly Father. As always, I invite all to go to mtforchrist.org, where I always share insights from prominent Christian theologians and counselors to assist my brothers and sisters in Christ with their walk. Today we continue sharing from John Piper's Don't Waste Your Life. Um, and if you needed the crystal clear reason for living, well, that's one of the one of the sections of today's excerpt. So if you want to see what that's all about and um, uh, to read a little bit more about uh, how not to waste your life uh, from John Piper, go to mtforchrist.org and you'll see that uh, excerpt shared on the uh, on the blog. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, um, once again, it's Easter's over. Thank heavens. Uh, I don't know if I can take the Easter bunny and all that stuff uh, too much any, anymore, but um, I did have a big insight about it and realized it, it's just an expression of our love. We don't have to get it twisted and go crazy. I don't know if I actually know any real pagans. Um, yeah, so we can just let that stuff go and uh, move along and, you know, follow follow Jesus. That's what he wants us to do. That's where the times of refreshing come from. The times of refreshing comes from being in the presence of the Lord. And that means following Jesus every day, not just Easter Sunday for an hour to make your mom happy. <sighs> we come into the presence of the Lord to be made new, uh, to, 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 you know, work out the, the new life that we have in Christ. So we invite people to do that by sharing our discipleship classes on, on the podcast. Um, we've done three classes that are available to help help you learn about who you are in Christ and how to obtain your freedom in Christ. Uh, the three cl classes we've done, of course, are Victory Over the Darkness, The Bondage Breaker, and Freedom in Christ, all available on the podcast. So you can check those out uh, to get equipped and to get encouraged. And um, we also revere the Word of God. Like I said, I did a, you know, independently did a, uh, a nice study of uh, all the, the passages about Christ's crucifixion and resurrection in the Gospels. Read some of Acts, read some of 1 Corinthians 15. And um, uh, we did a Bible study with uh, Arthur and Susanna Singhati. And uh, yesterday we debuted it. Um, I've been recording the Bible study via Zoom um, and sharing it on the audio podcast, you know, um, as if we didn't have the capability of video. Um, but um, yesterday, for whatever reason, I decided to share the video of our, our, of, our, uh, of our Bible study, and that's available on our YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel is the MT for Christ 24-7 YouTube channel, and the link is on the blog. Um, I put a post up to let people know that uh, if you wanted to see me, Arthur, Susanna, and my wife in, in a Bible study discussion, there is a video now uploaded. Now, I uploaded other uh, Bible studies that uh, don't include the video um, from the audio recordings of the past. i got to play catch-up with that. But if you wanted to see our faces, uh, the, you can tune in to The Resurrection um, uh, upload yesterday. And I'll be uh, uploading other Zoom sessions that we did. We started in, uh, I think, December, um, maybe November. Uh, using Zoom to record it, and um, 
you might be able to see. I've decided I think we'll just share the, the video ones of those instead of going through the motions of sharing an audio file uh, on YouTube. Um, so I'm going to, in the days ahead, I plan on uh, getting up to date by putting all of our Bible studies out there. Um, they're topical studies, so they, they touch on many different aspects of our faith and, you know, what we, what we think about them and how we, how we, you know, work those out in our lives. So, um, that's why we want to share, um, because, you know, how do we do this thing called Christianity? How do we live the disciples life and, and walk on the path of Christian discipleship? Well, we think about it. We read the Word of God, and we try to apply it to our lives, and we encourage each other as we go. So that's what the, the podcast is intended to do, to help people find their freedom in Christ and to live it out in, in a meaningful way. Um, when we do that, what happens? We discover new levels to our freedom and new levels to our faith. Um, it's called uh, sanctification and maturity. Um, we grow, and uh, this is the life that Christ called us to, to follow him. And not only do we serve the kingdom of God, but we end up benefiting greatly personally from, from following the Lord. Um, because we get that fruit of the Spirit, like fruit, uh, you know, like fruit, like joy, peace, love, and uh, non-happiness, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And uh, that's what we encourage because we've we've discovered our freedom and experience continuous victory in, in areas and keep looking for new areas to, to, to experience more victory in, in our faith. So we encourage that as we go. So let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for another day in the kingdom. Thank you, God, that it's Monday and that you've given us a job to uh, be able to support ourselves and feed ourselves and feed our families. And Lord, let's not get a case of the Mondays. Let's let's look forward to uh, you know serving you by by doing the best job we can today, uh, Lord. So we need your strength. Uh, we need the reminder that life is good because you're in it, and we're in your presence, and we can be refreshed. Lord, we thank you for all that you do. We thank you for the splendor of the holiday that we enjoyed, and the love that we saw displayed in in people's uh, in the church services we saw and. The, and, uh, and the love that we saw poured out through, through sacrifice and service um, to our loved ones. And uh, it just reminds us of how much you love us, Lord, because you gave us all of this to enjoy. And you called us to be with you by sending Jesus. And we just thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for all the people listening today. Pray for you to come alongside them and their prayer requests and, and healing. Um, Lord, we just pray for the Holy Spirit to guide us today to lead us in the way we should go and to open our eyes to what we need to see and lead us into the things we should do. We pray all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.